0: Welcome to the Nurture Small Business Podcast. I'm your host, Denise Kagan, President of the DCA Virtual Business Support. At DCA, we believe in small businesses and the families they support. Learn more at dcavirtual.com. Small businesses experience a plethora of employee challenges. The Great Resignation, Quiet Quitting, and now Quick Quitting, They're left with battling toxic work cultures that sometimes they've created and sometimes they've inherited. How do we listen better to our employees and respond to issues expediently to quell the anxiety amongst today's workforces? Today's guest, Stuart Berman, is the co-founder of a risk management and investigative firm who now has a technology that listens to and investigates employees' concerns, thus expediting the process. Stuart, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I am so excited. I, I met your business partner and Michael, and he told me about this new technology when we met last. I was like, oh, this sounds exactly like what my audience of podcast business owners would like to hear about. So before we jump into that, though, you have a very colorful background, so I would like to ask you some questions.
1: By all <laughs> if, means.
0: If that's okay. Um so I'm seeing on your bio more than 20 years of federal law
1: enforcement. Okay. That, that is that is correct. I began my federal career at the US General Services Administration Office of Inspector General. A, an Office of Inspector General usually has uh, three different missions. They investigate waste, fraud, and abuse. And in addition, they investigate criminal cases, civil cases, and administrative cases, where a traditional law enforcement agency would only um, investigate criminal cases. So working in those other two areas of, of civil cases and administrative cases, it kind of led to where we are today, working employee cases, working violations of, of Title Seven. It, it gave us the foundation to, to build upon that and, and go ahead and, and, of course, utilize technology to build what we believe is a better system.
0: I love that. So I didn't realize that direct connection there. I knew there was something. So I did ask the right question accidentally. Um, (laughs) I also see you have a couple of certifications, fraud examiner, as well as anti-money laundering
1: specialists. Any others? Uh, Physical security professional. Okay. Okay. So in Um, in terms of providing safety in mm, the workplace, being able to do those types of physical security and threat assessments. Again, everything that we're trying to do is to build morale and create a better environment in the workplace.
0: Okay, so before we start talking about your your new platform, give me just a little background on what the risk management and investigations company is, because I, I know they're two separate. Th- well, they're connected, but they're separate.
1: Sure, our initial venture is RSA Risk Management and Investigations. Uh, Michael DeMeo and I started that together. Michael, having spent fourteen years with the United States Secret Service. Before coming over to the General Services Administration, Inspector General, and collaborating with me. So, upon working t- together, we decided after retirement that we wanted to put together an investigative consulting firm that would have a different approach. And even our name is a different approach. RSA is our QT acronym that stands for Retired Special Agents. <laughs>
0: I absolutely love that. So and you're retired special agents, but you certainly are not retired.
1: Without question. I, I think I'm working more now than I than I have in years. And you know, there are times when I'm at my desk and I look up, I see the clock, it's 12 30 AM and I'm like, I've got to be up in five hours. <laughs> <laughs> and you haven't been to bed yet. Oh, no. <laughs> so our approach is different, especially in the area of, of doing workplace investigations for fraud. And mm-hmm. and in the world of litigation, there, there's fraud everywhere In in marital law. We see asset dissipation where Mm -hmm. one partner will go ahead and try and remove assets out of the marital estate, whether they use a business or cryptocurrencies or virtual assets or family loans. There is a technique that is always used, and and we do a fine job of of identifying it, quantifying it, finding it, and, and reporting it. We see the same thing in bankruptcy with fraudulent transfers. So our entire structure is about identifying the indicia of fraud. And reporting it, serving as an expert witness if, if need be. And uh, to do that, we've put together a, a firm with colleagues who are all retired special agents. And, and we, have, we have colleagues who work with us who came from the FBI, Department of Justice Inspector Gen- um, General, Internal Revenue Service, Department of Treasury Inspector General, Immigration and Customs Enforcement, So when it comes to a specific matter, as much as I'd like to work every case and any case that comes across my desk, the truth of the matter is we try and plug in the appropriate discipline to that matter. And by doing so, I think that's where where we provide the best service to our clientele.
0: So you have specialists in all sorts of disciplines that could apply to both personal or the workplace. Absolutely. Okay, so, and that makes sense because that gives us a lot of background on why you're qualified to to manage this app. <laughs> All right, so, as promised, Resolve X is, um, I went to the website, I looked at it, and it, what I understand is that it is a place that, it's an app that goes to a mobile phone that um, employees can utilize to report, well, you tell me, what can they report?
1: Okay, Let let me just go back a a little bit. The um the app we set up because as you said in your introduction, the workplace today is is different than the uh, the workplace of yesteryear, and you know with each generation people work differently. Mm -hmm. When I first retired, I I went to a large accounting firm, and it was not unusual to see some young people come in at eleven o'clock and at three a.m. they're still sending out emails and still working and you know, some of the things that I learned is that we measure people by productivity and not by the clock. The clock doesn't necessarily work with with, with every generation. There are are generational differences. But those generational differences factored into us developing the smartphone app. Mm -hmm. And even taking a look at my own children, you know, a a 25-year-old and a 20-year-old if they felt that there was something wrong in the workplace, would they pick up their phone, dial a 1-800 number, and talk to someone they've never met before? Probably not. And with my children, unequivocally, the answer is no. They would not talk to someone they, they've not met. But they <laughs> they become so comfortable with apps. Mm-hmm. And, and smartphone apps is, is how this younger generation operates. And, and they operate very successfully with it. Whether they use an app to 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 get a ride, you know, a ride from here to the airport, or to uh, order dinner. My son is a junior in college, and I was you know looking at at his bank statements, and I kept on seeing $11.83, $11.83, eleven dollars and eighty three cents, eleven dollars eighty three cents, eleven dollars. And I called him up. I said, Chase, what is this recurring eleven dollars and eighty three um, cents? I said, Dad, that's that's DoorDash for my Starbucks in the morning. <laughs> And I said, Chase, you live right across the street from the student union, and there's a Starbucks in the student union. It's a hundred yards. I don't need the eleven dollars and eighty-three cents, but you know, it, it's the comfort with the app. Mm-hmm. And the truth of the matter is that because our app and and our whole platform is determined to ferret out in the workplace Title VII violations, including harassment, discrimination, fraud, waste abuse, let's see, work safety place issues, we are talking about about issues that can create quite a bit of anxiety with an employee. Mm -hmm. So providing them a safe app where where they have a high comfort level, they can report this in, in a safe place and anywhere that they feel comfortable and within a few keystrokes, that will be directed to us at ResolveX and where the company decides. So if it goes to, they want it to go to the director of human resources, um, general counsel, wherever they decide the proper workflow is, we work with them so that those complaints can be properly monitored, investigated, and hopefully resolved. Absolutely. So, um,
0: I, I suspect that this creates some assurances for for business owners too. I mean, I know with myself as a small company, if a complaint came in about me or my you know team leadership, I would have to hi- hire outside to investigate it, anyways, and I wouldn't know what the heck I'm doing. I mean, that's not my cup of tea. That's not my lane.
1: <laughs> you, you know, with, without question, and and one of the things that we see a lot of our clients are are closely held companies small medium-sized businesses or businesses that have grown exponentially. so when they've grown exponentially like that you know everything seems to to grow at the same time and sometimes one individual is managing two or three departments and what they don't get is is that full feedback they're not getting the feedback from the employee they're not getting um, feedback from outside clientele. So they don't have like that 360 feedback that that we find is um, so helpful in in having management understand the needs of both the client, the employees, and making positive changes. So by having something in place, such as a ResolveX, and being able to hear from the employees, and and, and one of the... We try and differentiate ourselves um, in a lot of areas. And and I I would say that one area in which we differentiate ourselves is in addition to providing hotline services that that are instantaneous. You know, the second uh, uh, employee hits submit, it goes right to human resources and other personnel. So there's no delay. They have that. They could go to work with, with that immediately. One of the other differentiators is we allow employees to report either anonymously or by disclosing their name. Okay. And there are times when uh, an employee has been agreed and they feel they've been deprived and they want to make their name known because they feel that remuneration or promotion is due to them. Mm Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, there are cases where an employee has been slighted, where where an employee has been wronged. So we also want to provide that opportunity for a company to make it right or an organization to make it right with that employee, because it is so much easier to make a a good employee happy than it is to recruit and hire a new employee. Absolutely. So let's let's try and help them fix something. And we can work together on that.
0: So- um so I understand from the employee perspective that you know the front facing interface of the app. as far as for the employees to implement a system like this, what would they need to budget for the employees? No, an employer, I apologize. I think okay. I did say employee okay. employer.
1: <laughs> okay, so that that's a great question because we have different levels of service. If they are just going to use the app and, and to provide this platform to, to all of their employees, we're, we're looking at somewhere in the area of 100 to $200 a month. That's really affordable. That That is affordable, sure. And we kind of base it on the number of employees so that we're monitoring properly and we can bring the staff that, that's needed to it. Now, as I said, we have some differentiators. The other differentiator that we have is that we provide full investigative services. So okay. if they want subscription monthly investigative services, whether they want five hours a month 10 hours, 15, 20, or 30 hours a month. ResolveX is there to provide that. And from the moment a complaint is initiated, you know, w- within one workday, we will begin investigating that complaint. Now, my my partners in in ResolveX um, consist of Michael. Lou Rossignolo is the Director of Investigations for the Railroad Retirement Board Office of Inspector General. And Adam Suits. Who was both an attorney at one time and an agent with the Federal Bureau of Investigation. So together we have well over a hundred years of investigating Title IX and Title Seven types of, of complaints, internal affairs um, complaints, and uh employee actions. So we are there to work with with the, the company to investigate it, you know, in, in conformance. With both Title Seven, Title Nine, and state laws and regulations, which which mirror to a certain extent uh, the the federal titles, and and to put together a a, a well investigated case, drawing out the facts, and then putting the company in a position where their director of human resources, their human resources, inside counsel, and external counsel can go ahead and resolve that and make it a better workplace.
0: So, in this investigation. Well, I have a couple of questions. Whoop, okay, let me let me start from the beginning. So, from an employer perspective, if they want the investigative subscription, where do those packages start and what size business would that make sense? I mean, am I my I have 15-ish employees. I don't get complaints that often. So, sure. I don't think that
1: would make sense for me. Sure. No, that's that that's absolutely the case. You know, we start seeing somewhere between 50 and 100. Okay. Where, where we start to see problems and also different types of business. Um, here, here's a fun fact for today. Every business that I've been in with more than 50 employees, I have found an embezzlement scheme. Oh, my. <laughs> so I So for some reason, I find that 50 is the magic number where there's just enough employees, maybe mm. not as much oversight because of that exponential growth.
0: That is exactly what I was thinking. It's like the the business owners backed off a little bit and had to delegate these things.
1: Absolutely. Also, you know, different businesses have different environments. So without going too deep into it, certain businesses I I found tend to have more sexual and gender harassment and discrimination Mm. complaints. And those tend to be larger businesses providing um, services instead of goods. Okay. So more so, like professional services. And in professional services and more so in trade services than pr- professional mm. services.
0: Okay. Okay. So like construction and that sort of thing. Without question. Okay.
1: And that and that's sense. that's our own experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but once we see that we're up above a hundred employees and, and human resources starts to receive complaints, they're able to gauge what goes into it are they getting one per week? Are they getting 7 per week? Are they getting are they getting one a month? So, by the time they start getting one per week, one every 2 weeks, it really makes sense to bring in an outside firm to go ahead and perform those investigative duties at that point rather than hiring a, a human resources investigative specialist because now they're they're not quite at that point to afford that full-time salary mm-hmm. and benefits. But consult with that is in the best interests of, of that business.
0: So you're a fractional human resource investigative resource. I just made I've, up a title, I think.
1: I've never put that title on it, but <laughs> I, I hope you don't mind if, if I lift that. Please. <laughs> from today's conversation.
0: <laughs> Please. Um, you know, it, it makes perfect sense. You know, as businesses growing, they don't always have the resources to create that full-time position or even a part-time position that might have benefits. Um, so back to the budget question, when they get to the point where they want a subscription that includes investigative services, just give me a ballpark of where that starts.
1: Okay. So it's going to start somewhere around $500 to $1,000 per month.
0: That's still incredibly affordable. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> to, to mitigate, you know, issues, you know, complaint issues and harassment issues. That's incredibly affordable and peace of mind for the business owner I would think
1: without question and as they need more hours per month let's say they find that they need you know 20 hours instead of 10 hours of course that monthly subscription will go up and 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 we're flexible enough to do that
0: okay so now on the investigation side are you a representative of the employee or the employer how does that work
1: so we we are always we we are engaged by the employer. Okay. But we bring the same investigative integrity that we brought to the federal government and that's we are fact finders. And we are going to we are going to be there to find the facts and we're going to bring the same investigative skills that we bring uh, upon learning of well, let's say a, a certain complaint. Let's say we have a um, let's say we have a discrimination complaint in the workplace. And, you know, upon learning of the issues, we heard that it was through email. We heard that uh, there there was a reassignment by a supervisor. So the first thing that we're going to do is, you know, we're going to put a hold. We want to put a hold on, on all digital communications. We want to store those digital communications. We are going to utilize e-discovery services, and we are going to be able to go ahead and do a review of all those communications and do our fact finding there, you know, for that type of documentary uh, evidence, we will conduct interviews. If there were any type of security cameras in, involved in a facility, we will we will gather and store that data. We, we we live in the world of of data storage today, so preservation of data and preservation of media is always going to be our first step. So you know, we we will bring those skills there. We will find the facts, we will prepare a written report that is factual in nature. Now, you know, generally, if if a business does not have outside counsel, usually like a labor and employment um attorney mm-hmm. and and outside business counsel, we recommend that that they bring outside counsel in because okay. they they're they're gonna have some very serious decision making upon reading a report and and we believe that that they should have the guidance and and maybe even an opinion of outside counsel on what to do to rectify the situation
0: so i'm i'm the inference here is that you make a report not specifically a recommendation
1: we we don't make those recommendations we we are there to to put together a report find all the facts and I I think we, you know, we do a great job of it. You know, one good thing about coming from, you know, federal investigations is I I, I honestly wish that I had some way to go back and calculate how many interviews I've conducted in my lifetime. I, I wish I could calculate how many handwritten confessions I've walked away with in my lifetime. Oh, my. <laughs> so. You know, I, I guess what I'm trying to communicate is that we're extremely effective. We understand the human condition. Mm-hmm. We understand working and, and interviewing um, individuals, whether they be uh, witness, you know, uh, accused or, or defendant. We understand how to conduct those and and how to bring out those facts. If it turns out that there is a situation where admissions are made or or there's a confession we certainly know how to uh, take that down and and memorialize that professionally.
0: That makes sense. I love the fact that you um, approach this from fact-finding versus, you know, hey, it's the employer that hired me, so we're obligated to the employer. Because knowing this and the employers being able to share this and articulate this with their workforce is really important for them to trust the technology because I I think – you know, I think it's a great technology because first of all, what you were describing with your son, Gen Z is 100% all about the technology. They've grown up on it. They're so used to it, but also in other generations as well. But but they're definitely completely immersed in it. And then there's the fact that, well, this technology is from my employer. Can I trust it? So what you just said is the leverage that employees, employers need To explain how this process works, so that they feel comfortable in actually going to this app and making a claim. You know, it's the same thing as old-fashioned, you know, suggestion boxes or the the hotline numbers, where if you call in, you have to have faith in the fact that a that information is going to be taken seriously, and b that you know nobody's going to rat you out that
1: you did it. Sure, and we have to we have to hope that. You know, in in this competitive period of of work and competition for good employees, and we are in a competitive work market. I, I I still believe that to be very very true. That employers, you hope that even though they don't want problems in the workplace, you hope that they rise to that challenge. That yes, we're going to allow an outside firm to come in and scrutinize how something you know how how something was transacted we're going to allow them and, and that we're going to fix it. So mm-hmm. that's my greatest hope. I, <laughs> I I hope we fully get there, you know, at some point. But but that is my greatest hope that we have organizations that take pride in their employees. And they know that we live in a world with uh, there's a, an ebb and flow of human behavior. And, and sometimes, you know, the ebb and flow is misdirected, and it's wrong, and it, it needs to be fixed. Absolutely,
0: I love this technology. Glad to have you on the show. How can our listeners find you after our broadcast?
1: All right, they can they can find me by email at Stuart S T U A R T at Resolvex R E Z O L V E X dot com, or they can simply go to the uh, website Resolvex R E Z O L V E X dot com.
0: Perfect, and we'll make sure all of that is in the show notes as well. Thank you. Stuart, I appreciate you being on here today.
1: Thank you for, uh, for having me, and uh, I, I truly enjoyed our conversation and, and hope to have more.
0: Thank you for joining me for today's Nurture Small Business podcast, where the focus is on business growth, technology, and people strategies to help your business thrive. At DCA Virtual Business Support, our focus is making your business operations run smooth so you can focus on growth. Reach out to me at denise at dcavirtual.com if you'd like to learn more.